Your first eight guys maybe should be blue plate specials, but those back five guys, they should be more like tin hats, more guys that are grunt players, garbage players that dive for the ball. You are listening to the Scrambled Eggs Podcast on CrackedSidewalks.com. Hello again, everyone, and welcome into Scrambled Eggs, your unofficial Marquette basketball podcast here on CrackedSidewalks.com. Uh, Joe McCann, Phil Bush with you for the second time here this week, because, Phil, we talked plenty about Maui in the last one. I think I'm almost done talking about Maui, but who knows? Maybe we might go back to it again. There, there might be three or four more anecdotes that come out. You never know. You know what? I'm just going to share one off the top, because I kind of wish I had shared it, because it was kind of funny. Um, in the last, I thought about it after we finished the last podcast. But uh, then we'll get into, of course, as we always do, previewing the week that is to come. Marquette has two games this week, one on Tuesday against Southern, and then on Saturday against, of course, the rivals of Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, that one will be uh, in Madison. But, you know, a funny thing, you know, we talked about the... Um, a little scuffle between uh, Shaka and Bill Self uh, in the Kansas game and um, the, the obvious tension that was there. So one funny thing that I forgot to mention. So when I got back to my hotel after the Kansas game, I go to my room, I go to change, and then I decide I'm going to um, – uh, I hadn't eaten at that point, so I was going to run out to the bar and get something to eat before I came back to the hotel to drink. And um, so as I'm walking out, who was walking into the hotel but Kansas head coach Bill Self. Dun, dun, and the uh, uh, thing is, so I like Bill Self. Like I, I'm from Kansas City. I, I I liked the Jayhawks before I attended Marquette, uh, and I, I often find myself rooting for Kansas when Marquette's season is over. And I, you know, in most in any other situation, I kind of would have gone up to Bill Self and said, "Hey, man, I respect your program, like you a lot. My brother's a huge fan. Can I get a picture?" Yada yada yada. But. Uh, the way, the way that game went, Phil, I did not feel like that was the appropriate time, especially because I was still wearing Marquette gear. I had a shirt on. I had my hat on. So I guess that probably wasn't the right time. Even if I was kind and respectful, I, I feel like if I had approached him, either he would have said something uh, or like the guys around him would have pushed me back and said, dude, piss off. Like, get out of here. <laughs> so I, I, as much as I wish I would have gotten like a picture with Bill Self and said hello, probably not the right time. No, I, I mean, if I was him, I'd probably be worried that goes on social media and it's got, you know, yeah. there's some sort of ticky-tacky with music and stuff going on. So, yeah, the, discretion was probably the better part of Valor there. Yeah, the the probably the selfie I regretted not getting the second most this week. The other one, I almost got a picture with Vince Vaughn. He was like right there in front of me uh, before the... What? Um, you know, you, you saw Double Vince Vaughn. Double Down Trent? That- you, didn't, you didn't get a picture with Double Down Trent? No, I didn't. I didn't. But you you saw he was at the game. Like you saw he was on television, right? Or no, maybe, maybe yes, you didn't yes. see that. Okay, you did. No, but, I, uh, I think yeah. I saw I heard a reference to it, but they didn't show him, I don't think. Yeah, he was definitely at the game. I mean, he was sitting right behind uh like Billis and uh Shulman uh on the broadcast. He was like front row right there with his kid. And uh, he's I, like I a legit those. six seven, right? Like he's tall. Uh, yeah, he is tall. Yeah. I don't know how tall he is. But anyway, like he was just like right there and just talking to people and I was like he was like, I was like five rows off the floor, so I go down there to talk to him. But then, like the VIP guy whisks him away, goes, "Hey, you want to come over and meet Bill Self?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I'd love to." And so he whisked him away, and like, well, damn it, there goes my chance. But oh well, oh. did not get a photo with, did not get a, a photo with my guy Vince Vaughn. But alas, it's time to turn the page, Phil. We're we're done mostly talking about Maui in the week that was. So Marquette has proven that it is a legit contender. Now it needs to kind of keep that momentum going forward, right? It needs to keep winning, right. to keep playing at a high level. And adjust level. their buddy clocks. 
Yes, and uh, no better team to adjust your body clock against than the Southern Jaguars. With all respect, this is probably the person, the perfect team to play. Um, you know, after you just got back from Hawaii, probably you know what four or five days ago, whenever it was, Marquette landed back in Milwaukee. Look, we're being respectful, being kind here, but just telling the numbers the way they are. Ken Palm has this as a 99.6% chance of victory for Marquette. They have Marquette as a 30-point favorite. Um, Southern is 308 in Ken Palm. Marquette is 6th. Their offensive and defensive numbers are hovering at the 300 level overall, while Marquette's uh, top 10 offense, top 20 defense... um, Phil, I don't know how much you want to dive into this game other than I will just lead you by saying Marquette should win this one and win this one comfortably no matter how much sleep they get the night before. Yeah, I mean, yes, Marquette should win this game comfortably. I wouldn't be shocked if Marquette is struggling in the first half. I I I take that back. Maybe I would a little bit. Just because, again, we've seen what this team is capable of, how it is. But even the best teams might might struggle refocusing after, you know, an epic, you know, week and then doing whatever they did for Thanksgiving and coming back and, and getting back into the swing of things. I'm sure they got a little little time off and, and all that stuff. So so the first half might be a little rocky. We'll see. I mean, it, it, we could also go the other way, right? It, all the, all the missed threes might go in this time right like we might get you know shoot 60 percent from three as a result of of you know all the the low shooting percentages in maui i don't know but like i don't think this game should ever be in doubt i mean southern's offense is like bad bad like real bad so you know marquette with its defense alone should be able to to generate enough uh enough turnovers enough stops you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they get a dead skunk in this game, right? Like where they get nine stops in a row. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not terribly now? worried. Yeah, yeah. So three stops is a kill. Uh, uh, six stops is a skunk. And then nine stops is a dead skunk. Oh, I like that. Dead skunk. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Let's hope for for many many dead skunks. I, I I was looking to see if there's a a Vegas line for this game. I do not see one yet. All I have is the Ken Palm, uh, Ken Palm game, uh, which is thirty points. You know, if if uh, if I was making some kind of funky plays, maybe I would take like Southern in the first half. If like the first half line is fifteen, maybe Southern plus fifteen in the first half, but then Marquette right. to win to cover the spread overall and cover the 30 overall. So if you're playing the degenerate games, that would be my little fun little play for you for this game. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you that uh, I, I think Marquette should coast through this game. That like Even Mar- a, a C-minus effort offensively for Marquette should be better than what whatever offense Southern is going to bring at you. Southern... Uh, they did beat UNLV, oddly enough, uh, their second game of the season, and beat them pretty handily. Maybe UNLV is actually kind of bad, but um, th- but they've uh, they lost to TCU, lost badly to Arizona, then they've also lost to Western Illinois. Uh, hey, there's a common opponent. They've played Illinois, lost to them by 28. So there's a common opponent for you. And then they've also played uh, Valpo, lost to them as well. So, yeah, I, I, I am expecting this to be a game where you get to see some extended minutes for Trey Norman, Zade Lowry, Al Amadou. 
maybe some of the walk-ons get there, get some shots there in the final minutes of this game. Again, this is the this is the body clock game. This is the game where maybe if you are a little sluggish, maybe if you you're not at your best. Like me personally, Phil, uh, you know the you know staying up late is fine. It's it's getting up in the morning that's tough. I, I would imagine if these guys have any like eight o'clock classes or I don't know six or seven a.m. workouts this week, those might be a little rough to get up for. But I, I I'm sure the coaching staff is well aware of body clock stuff, and I'm sure they have a plan for it. I mean, Marquette is on like cutting edge as far as player health and monitoring and all the stuff that goes into that. I'm really not concerned overall as far as Marquette's players and what their physical state will be this week. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I think, you know, again, I, I think they'll be ready. There's enough talent. There's enough pieces that they'll, they'll come ready to play and, and, and win the game. So I'm not, you know, I don't know. Years past, I might've been worried about it, but like, I'm not even giving this game a second thought, really. This Me neither. The, the I team I, will be fine. Yeah, I, I think we're about nine minutes into this podcast, and I think we've talked plenty about Southern. Um, yeah, <laughs> not, almost not, too much, some might say. Yeah, I, not, again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but when you're a top two or three team in the country and you're playing a team in the 300 in Ken Palm, uh, it's not a, whole, not a whole lot to break down, really. Uh, Ken Palm, we talk about – red numbers and green numbers all over this thing as far as like the numbers that are highlighted in red on Ken Palm mean you're in the bottom of the country there's a lot of red on uh, Southern's uh, page as far as efficiency tempo uh, well I guess tempo is a different thing that's just about your speed but as far as efficiency effective field goal percentage rebounding free throws shooting a lot of red there and you go to Marquette's page there's a whole bunch of green so should be a relatively easy win for Marquette, and then you can look ahead to Saturday with the Dirty Badgers from Madison. Wisconsin hosting Marquette on Saturday the 2nd. Um, this game, you know, it, when the Ken Palm rankings came out at the beginning of the season, has Mar- had Marquette as a slight dog. They currently have Marquette as a slight favorite uh, in this game. For what it's worth, Marquette is a two-point favorite uh, at Wisconsin at the moment, and Wisconsin, an uh, interesting resume so far. They've played Tennessee and Providence; those are their best opponents so far. They lost to both of them, but then they had a convincing and pretty impressive win against Virginia, and then they beat SMU. So they won that whatever tournament that was that they were in last week. Was that Fort Myers? Yeah, the or? Fort Myers, Fort Myers tournament. Okay, okay. So Wisconsin won that um, with again they they really handled Virginia, sixty-five uh, forty-one. Um, from what you have seen from the Badgers this year, Phil, I mean, this is a team that came to Milwaukee last year, arguably played their best game of the entire year, shooting the ball yeah. and beat Marquette. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely a, it was definitely a frustrating loss for Marquette last year, a, a game that, again, I, I think if you played it ten times, Marquette probably wins that one eight times. But Wisconsin just shot lights out and got the W last year. Uh, I, I feel like Marquette kind of owes the Badgers one this season. Uh, how do you see this matchup? Yeah, it's it's things. almost an exact twin of of last season, right? Like coming into the game, everything tells me Marquette should win this. Maybe not going away, but Mar- Marquette should should have a you know five six point lead going into the last minute of the game, you know, and and maybe ice, icing it with free throws or something like that. You know, again on paper, Wisconsin shoots the three terribly. Um, you know, and and quite frankly, they guard the three terribly. Um, you know, they're they're fine with two point shots. 
offensively, but like there's nothing Wisconsin is doing that like is is good. They don't have that stretch five like they've had seasons past, right? Where where you get somebody like Oso trying to guard three point shots on the perimeter. You know, you you know, you can make the argument that that Crowley, you know, yes, he's shooting 500, you know, he's shooting 50% from three, but he's taking like three of them, right? Like, yeah. you know, two of it's, four. Yep. it's, yeah, two of four. So, okay. Yeah. You got to kind of keep an eye on it, but it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a big deal. Tyler Wall is, has, hasn't made a three all season. So, you know, maybe that's a little worried somewhere. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe he's due or something like that, but I, I know I, I'm surprised by Ken Palm's numbers that say this is close is that that's projecting, you know, Marquette by a couple of points. I would have thought that, you know, Marquette would be projecting a few more points than that, because even because on, on the raw numbers, I just I don't see the window by which unless Marquette has a bad shooting game. I just I just don't see how Wisconsin keeps up with Marquette. Yeah, when I was looking at the Badgers' Ken Palm numbers, I was surprised how poorly they have shot from three. Again, it's maybe still a bit of a small sample size, but it's not nothing. They've played six games, um, really only one by or two by opponents. They played Arkansas State and Robert Morris. Every everyone else is power conference. Well, SMU's not power conference. Well, they will be, but they're not power conference at the moment. But they, I mean, they played Tennessee, Providence, Virginia, and SMU. Those are all legit opponents. So, and then they've had their two by games. But to still be shooting below thirty percent from three is surprising. And again, I kind of echo your sentiment that. Maybe they're due for a breakout game, and maybe that gives you a little heartburn. But looking at uh, their three-point shooting, it, it, uh, AJ Store and, and Connor Asijan have really—they're br- really bringing down the entire team average because Store is five of twenty-two, so he's shooting like twenty-two point seven percent, and then Asijan he's one of ten, so he's a, a, a very ugly ten percent from three. Everyone else uh, is, I guess, average to maybe slightly below average. They got a few, uh, the one guy who's shooting above. John Blackwell, he's six of thirteen on the year, but so he's shooting it well in just thirteen shots. But um, yeah, I mean Marquette is shooting thirty-three percent of a team, and it feels like they are that is that is well below their average. I think three days in Hawaii is bringing down what should be an otherwise great three-point shooting team. And I, I think you're getting back to maybe uh, some friendlier rims here in the states. Uh, I think that number is going to go up. It may go up quite a bit when they play Southern at home on Tuesday. But yeah, I, I I'm kind of with you. And like you you hesitate to say that Marquette should beat Wisconsin comfortably because that's when you get surprised, like we did last year. Um, and Wisconsin just plays well above their heads. And for whatever reason, Marquette doesn't make a shot. And then again, you're on the road in this situation, and you never how the officiating is going to go on the road, or if your guys are going to get tight. And but I'm not worried about that last part of about this team being tight because this is a team that was down double digits to UCLA and Purdue last week and closed both of those gaps, won one of them and almost sent the other one into overtime. So that's the the one thing that I have comfort in in this Marquette team, Phil, is even if, say, they are in this hostile environment and it's not going their way, they're losing in the first half, Wisconsin goes on a run, Shaka needs to call a timeout to settle things down, I'm always going to be confident that they are going to 
come up with a game plan, make some adjustment, adjustments, find new ways to get points. If the three-point shots aren't falling, they're going to get it in the paint and find other ways to create offense that way. That's one thing that they've loved to do all season is get in the paint first, then create. Look for the outside shot or just lob it up to the big guys. So th- the experience of this team showed a lot in Maui last week, and it has all season, so including the Illinois game. But, um, again, cautiously optimistic that, they're going to give an outstanding effort and really should win this game in Madison. Yeah, and, and and it'll be again as always. You know, when we have Badger Hate Week, it's always it's always the the comparison of styles, right? Wisconsin or Wisconsin is a slow, plodding swing offense. You know, they're going to take all of the possession. You know, Marquette wants to get out and go. You know, I think I think Wisconsin's. Um, you know, going to want to get back defensively if if they miss a shot because they don't want they don't want Marquette getting out on the break. Um, you know, but Wisconsin only only plays seven players really. Um, maybe maybe they get a little bit in the eighth. So I just wonder how Wisconsin holds up when they have to guard. You know, constantly. You know, who's going to guard a Sean Jones? Right, like Sean Jones is going to just run you know, around everyone on Wisconsin. And, and you know, that's going to that's gonna expend a ton of energy. There's going to be a ton of pick and roll that, that Marquette, you know, throws at, at, at Wisconsin. You know, are they going to be able to keep up? Um, you know, and, and I watched a lot of that Providence versus Wisconsin game. You know, Providence just kept going at them um, and, and actually sped Wisconsin up a little bit. So, you know, I don't see why Marquette couldn't do that. Yeah, I, Mar- Marquette could. Run, yeah, Marquette should be able to run in this game. And yeah, I think Marquette does have the athleticism advantage. They have the quickness advantage. Uh, one guy I haven't mentioned so far is, of course, Chucky Hepburn, who was really <laughs> like the spark plug for Wisconsin a year ago. He, he, I mean, he led the game with 19 points. How many threes did he hit in that game? He, he had some deep yeah he had like four or five it was ridiculous he he was five of six in last year's game including a couple just rainmakers that you just couldn't believe went down yeah they shot in last year's game wisconsin shot uh 44% from three now marquette shot well from three a year ago as well um they shot 45% in that game but wisconsin just made too many shots and uh just yeah just a frustrating loss that one was but uh Hepburn is a guy who, if he gets off again like he did last year, that's going to be the key for Wisconsin. But again, Marquette just has, uh, I think you kind of touched on it, Phil, the depth of Marquette's guards. Because we saw it in, in in Hawaii when maybe if one guy isn't going so well, there's two or three more guys who are ready on the bench to contribute. Um, Sean Jones did a great job coming in in relief of Stevie Mitchell in Hawaii, especially that UCLA game. Um, there was There were some critical minutes for Trey Norman in that game. He didn't play much, but he came in and hit a big three and just kind of kept the momentum going and give you a chance to rest the rest the rotation guards. So I think Shaka has just so many options, and he has so far been able to push the right buttons as far as having the guys on the floor that are going to give him what he needs, whether it's shooting, whether it's defense, a uh, little bit of both. So that that is another reason why I am relatively confident heading into the Badger game. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, if I'm if I'm looking at it from a coaching matchup alone, right? Like I'm go- I'm gonna take Shaka over Greg Gard for sure. Um, you know, and and again, this is 
you know, Wisconsin is kind of the typical, the typical Wisconsin, right? They're they're gonna kind of lull you into sleep. You don't think they're that great, and then they just do, you know, a bunch of kind of garbage stuff, and 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 it and it keeps the game close. And you know, depending on how the calls go in the the Cole Center, you know, maybe they get you into foul trouble, and and uh, you know, they play physical without fouling somehow, and. You know, and all those things. So there, there are ways that this game can go bad. But you know, between the coaching matchup, you know, Shaka I think is is the better coach, more adaptable, and and the talent disparity on the whole. You know, again, I think this could be something where it's a back of, back and forth affair in the first half. You know, maybe Wisconsin takes a, a slight lead into halftime or something like that. Um, but I think ultimately Marquette, you know, Marquette wins this game because they are just flat out the better team. Yeah, you know, as, as of all the great things Shock has done so far, one thing he hasn't done quite yet is beat Wisconsin. He's 0-2 in his uh, in his two Marquette games against the Badgers because, of course, they lost the game last year in overtime. And then uh, he lost uh, in Madison um, in the 2021-2022 season, Wisconsin was ranked at that time. They won that game pretty handily, 89-76. Uh, to 76. So Wisconsin's actually won three of the last four in this matchup after, shockingly enough, Wojo actually had a decent run against Wisconsin. He, yeah, he, he was played, pretty good at was beating Wisconsin. Yeah, th- yeah, they, for whatever, he actually had a, did pretty well, including Marquette's last win, which was that Justin Lewis buzzer beater in an empty gym. Uh, in in 2020, uh, this will not be an empty gym uh, this time here at the Cole Center. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you as far as I, I, the the coaching advantage. Yes, and, and that I, like I know we like to take shots at Greg Gard, but you got to give him this. Wisconsin is always in the hunt at the end of the season in the Big Ten. For what it's worth, I, 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 as much as I like to clown the Big Ten, uh, for more often than not, Wisconsin is in the mix, and Greg Gard comes up with ways to have this team competitive. Again, they've won three, three of the last four against Marquette. They're going to come with a game plan, and you know they would love, absolutely love, to knock us off our high horse after if we come into this game ranked two or three in the country, right? I mean, I don't know when, if ever, the last time Wisconsin rushed the floor after beating Marquette. Um, they might think about it if they did it this week. Yeah, that would, that's interesting, right? Like, and, you know, there's there's always the, the little brother and the nobody cares about the Marquette-Wisconsin rivalry or whatever, or it's not a rivalry. Wisconsin has so many bigger rivals. Hey, have a number three or number four Marquette come into the gym and let's see how big of a rivalry it is. Yeah. I hope we don't get to find out if they want to start on the floor or not. I hope they hey, they just have to storm out of the arena after taking an L. That's what I hope happens. But that, yeah, that it, would it, be great. That they the crowd is gonna be loud because they as much as well as Marquette has been playing, there's no way that they respect our ranking. There there's no way that they believe Marquette is as good as we believe they are. Um I, I think we need to make that statement on Saturday against the Badgers. Say, yep, we are the best team in the state this year. We're, we're one of the best teams in the country. And you, you just, you know, upsets happen in college basketball. Just really hope this isn't one of them. That, because sometimes things don't go yeah. their way on the road. Um, but, yeah, I, I just keep coming back to the point. I feel like we keep circling back and forth, Phil. But the, I just keep back to the point. Marquette is the better team. I, 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 
you play this game ten times, I, gosh, I think Marquette would would win it eight or nine. Honestly, I really do. I, I, I would go with they, nine. Honestly, like I, I and I don't, I don't even hesitate about that. Like again, I. I respect Wisconsin to a certain degree as an opponent, but like Marquette is just the better team, flat out. And and if and if Marquette loses, I I, I that that would be shocking to me. Yeah, it would it would put a bit of a damper on what happened last week. It's like, oh, right, right. now we still got to be, you know, story number two in our own state, but shouldn't be. I mean, because uh, they would. Yeah, again, they would absolutely love to steal some headlines from Marquette this week by knocking them off. But, um, yeah, I, I, the, the teams they've played are just pale in comparison to the teams Marquette has played so far. Yeah, yeah, they've Tennessee's a, Tennessee's a great team, but they lost to them. Um, you know, they lost by 13 to Providence, who I, we, I still think is going to be a bottom four team in the Big East. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Maybe not that low. Maybe they, they might be a little touch higher. Maybe they can get up. Bottom to half percent. for sure. The bottom half. Yes, I, I I would agree with that. But um, not sure how good Virginia is going to be. But Virginia is a team that's usually usually right in the that next tier of the ACC. Well, the thing is, they won the ACC a lot um, when Tony Bennett had his best teams the, the regular season anyway. But usually they are right in the mix there in the ACC and SMU yeah, I mean they're probably kind of a middle team middling maybe top or half of the American Athletic Conference that they're in but uh, yeah so any other takes as far as like maybe what you're expecting to see out of Marquette in this game or maybe what you're expecting to see out of Marquette in this week in general Phil um, as we move past Maui and can't live off what you know what Marquette did last week or um whatever the ranking is going to be as we head into the the Badger game. Can't, I mean, you can't live off it forever, right? You're not going to hang a banner right. or make a trophy that, yeah, we're number two, number three in the country. Yeah, I, I think this is – I think – and it'll be interesting to see how the team responds, but I, I think this week is going to be very much a, a, you know, a reflection of Shaka basically giving the team – the uh, the Herb Brooks speak speech before the Finland game for the gold medal, you know, famously, and you know, uh, I I I was literally barely alive when it happened, but uh, you know, the 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 1980 miracle on ice, um, you know, <laughs> the U.S. beat the Russians. That wasn't to medal. That was to get to the championship game, right? And Herb Brooks, famously, the coach of the the U.S. hockey team. Um, gave the the team a speech before the Finland game to win the gold medal was, you know, okay, great, you beat the Soviets, fantastic. But if you don't win the gold medal, none of it matters, right? And, and, you know, the stakes aren't the same. But I think there's going to be a lot of, okay, great, we had a great time in Maui. We really represented our our style, our brand, our our school well. Um, You know, we're very happy about the result overall. But none of it matters if we go and crap the bed against Southern or Wisconsin, right? Like, you know, we got to put together an extremely solid week because this is arguably, for the rest of the regular season, I mean, this is arguably the, I don't know, the easiest week uh, we've got left in the month of, uh, meh, I take that back, maybe having... 
Providence and Georgetown in the same week is is easier. But you know, See, I would say is, there's a is, yeah. No, I would say there's a different yeah. way to look at it. Um, I, I, I this Marquette may not be in risk like huge risk of losing a game after Wisconsin until I mean Texas will be good, but that's at home. Uh. Like I'm trying to look at the next time Marquette has like is just like a like a small favorite on Ken Palm, at Providence they have it at 67. percent uh, The only other the next time it's below 70 percent isn't until at Villanova January 30th. So I guess what I'm saying is Phil, if Marquette beats Wisconsin, it might might knock on wood be a while till they lose a game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could basically, if they beat Wisconsin and kind of from the, the win percentage, Marquette could have one loss, essentially one loss on the season before January, before February. Yeah, it's, it's certainly possible. And again, we would, while as much as Marquette would love to be ranked number one in the country right now, if you do not lose a game until mid-January, there's a chance you move up because... Purdue and or Arizona could drop games between now and then they play each other, so somebody's going to lose. But whoever wins that's probably going to be the number one. Um, but yeah, if you keep winning, maybe you will get that number one ranking. But I think this is this week is the start of that test of that no finish line mantra that you heard Shaka yeah. and Oso say so many times. Like every time, and really, it's on the social media account. Every time the new AP rankings come out, right? Um, it's like whatever the ranking is, no finish line. And I think this is a test of that. So, okay, great week. Great job last week, guys. You did it. Turn the page. We're not going to put up any kind of banner or trophy or anything from what we did in Maui. What's next? Are you going to keep it going? And, again, from what I've seen from this team, there's nothing to make me think they won't keep it going. Again, as long as they they stay healthy, injuries can derail anything. But as long as this team is together, as long as this team is healthy and I, I think they're going to steamroll right ahead, and I think they're going to be right there at the end of the season um, as one of the top teams in the country. Then they got to. Yeah, I, I agree, and it, and it has and it has to start with this Wisconsin game, right? Like that is that is the next test, and you know, not dissimilar to Illinois, you should be able to go on the road and win if you are a top five country now or top five team in the country. Now you can lose that game, right? Like again, especially by the numbers. Wisconsin is a is a top twenty five Ken Palm team, so there's nothing that says that you know it would be impossible for Wisconsin to beat Marquette. But if you know Marquette is who we think they are and and what they've seemed to be so far this season, they should go into Madison and and you know take care of business. I would agree, and if I'm putting a number on it, I, I again it's a it's a rivalry game so it's going to be a sweat for a while but i think by the time the final score is totaled i'll say marquette by like five or six points yeah i i, I think i would i would probably put that gap a little bigger maybe not double digits but you know seven eight but we're 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 quibbling at this point but yeah i i think it'll i think it'll be a back and forth affair and then eventually marquette will will start to pull away and and you know it, it'll be an entertaining game i mean it's it is about as contrasting in style as you can get in this sport. Yeah, close to it. Yeah, you know, I if you know some of the and some of the teams they've played previously have wanted to slow it down a little bit, but maybe none of them want to qu- slow it down quite as much as uh, as Wisconsin does. Um, but it would it would be nice to beat another Big Ten team. Marquette's, uh, uh, I mean, they've played 
two already. They're one and one, and well, they've te- and they played a third who's going to be a Big Ten team next year in UCLA. So I'm going to call it two and one against the Big Ten so far. It would be nice to uh, go to ten and one. Yeah, that would be great. That would be uh, that would be yeah, wonderful. Did I say ten and one, three and one. You said ten and one. Now, how about three and one? I don't think the Wisconsin game costs counts for uh, for eight wins. But I mean, I will I will take it on the record if we win that way. Yeah, that'll work for me. All right, anything else you want to touch on before we? It's kind of a shorter podcast because we did a whole big wrap on uh, Maui the week uh, in yesterday's pod, but we wanted to get our week preview out to you so this one may be a little bit shorter but anything else you want to touch on before we uh wrap this one up phil no i i just want everyone to really embrace badger hate week you know if you can don't 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 talk to them i mean i have to talk to the wife character a little bit this week but other yeah, than that i think, I'll, I'll try I think and keep you should it to talk to your wife yeah, yeah try, i probably should speak it, to your wife this week yeah. yeah, it's it's probably for it's probably for the best that I do that. But uh, but yeah, really, really embrace the, the joy of this team. And, uh, you know, if you're uh, if you're going to the Cole Center for the game, uh, um, protect yourselves and, uh, um, you know, enjoy enjoy what this team has to offer. I mean, I'm excited to see how the journey continues. All right, yeah. Go there. Be loud. Be annoying, but maybe not over the top. Or maybe be over the top. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. Yeah, uh, do you. As always, folks, yeah, be, do you. Just do you. We are Marquette. We'll just do whatever the hell we want. Uh, as always, you can hit us up with your feedback uh, on Twitter and whatever else, social media platforms. I'm Joe McCann 3. Phil is M-O-O-F, or sorry, M-O-O-O-F 23 at Crack Sidewalks is the team handle. Go to cracksidewalks.com. You can post comments on the website. And remember, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Phil, Phil, I hope uh, you and the wife character uh, have a peaceful viewing of the Wisconsin Marquette game together. Uh, enjoy the week, sir. Yes, I will. In, uh, enjoy Get that body clock back in, back in business for you. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to, uh, to Southern on Tuesday and, and, and getting, that, get, getting that first body clock W. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I need to get my own body clock W's as well. That annoy that that uh, alarm clock that is not it's annoying usually. It is very annoying right now, but I'll get over it. I know the team will get over it too. They'll do it better much better than I will. But until next time everybody, seashells and balloons. Go Marquette.